The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, SoCo Roofing and Restoration, First Bank serving Murfreesboro, Smyrna, and Rutherford County, Parks Auction Company, they'll handle everything, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, and the Blue Raider Insider Report sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance and Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into All Sports Talk on this beautiful Monday in Murfreesboro. Tim Tackett along with Jeff Jordan, who is just making his way into his uh, high chair. That's, that's, I can only stay a minute, and I've got to be gone. <laughs> well, get, get your minutes worth in while you're at it. I want to say hello to Jim Simpson. Okay. Go ahead. All right. I just want to say hello to him. I hope he's listening. I saw him today uh, at the boule- the Boulevard, and he said he would be listening tonight. Would Would you presume to know anybody that probably knows more about MTSU athletics besides Jim Simpson? It'd be tough to do, wouldn't it? I don't know who it would be if it's not him. Uh, you know. A wealth of knowledge and goes back to my era and uh, – Stay close, and his memory is much better than mine, Jeff. Uh, I don't know if he follows baseball like he used to or not. I'm not talking about MTSU baseball. I mean Major League Baseball. I know he was really upset when they went on strike that time, and uh, and he, I think maybe he doesn't pay that much attention anymore, but I could be wrong about that. But he, he was an expert, really, and he does know MTSU forwards and backwards. Speaking of Major League Baseball, uh, spoke with my mother on Saturday, and she was watching the Reds play. They were up thirteen to nothing with two outs in the ninth. She said, "I think we got it." <laughs> <laughs> I said, uh, "Mom, I think you're in good shape." You know, really, uh, they, they they played the Braves three times, lost all three games, yes. and really played well. Yeah, they they got beat one run every game on it. It was uh, the walk off in the first one. For sure, Red took a lead in the top of the tenth, and Atlanta came back, two-run home run to beat them, and then, yeah, one run along the way. Uh, baseball season well underway. Reviews continue, Jeff. Speaking of Major League Baseball, to be pro rule change. Yes, I guess it might as well be because I think it's going to stay. But uh, I hear, hear more and more folks being very vocal about yes, it's a good thing. And I, I agree with it, not that my opinion matters. I, I, I think there is a chance that we might see something done about the eight seconds, the 15 seconds, the at-bats problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, that may be just about as low as we can make it. And it but it does seem to work. Uh, it, it, I, I watched the Braves yesterday. They Somebody had a violation in the game. Uh, he, uh, he didn't get... And we've had some silly things happen, like sure. uh, you know, we had a guy got a it cost him a strike. 
because the crowd gave him a standing ovation. Yeah, yeah, you see yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and he was waiting for them to sit down and shut up, I guess, and waving and everything. And meanwhile, the clock was ticking. <laughs> you know, really, when you think about that, if you're an, if you're a major league umpire, yeah. especially if you're a young major league umpire. What are you going to do? Say, I, I, I chose to not follow the rule because it was the right thing to do, which you and I would agree with. Right. But the boss man who's saying, no, 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 no. The rule's the rule. You've you got you to follow it. So If I were the umpire, I think I probably would have taken that moment to tie my shoe. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, something. Oh yes, something. I, you know, anything to give myself 15 seconds. And I don't know what he did. I didn't see it. I know what happened, but I didn't see if he did anything, the batter. But he can call timeout. Sure. Um, and I don't think he did that. He could have done that. I don't know if I would have thought of that. Well, I, I'll bring back my idea from last week. You have one or two, whatever number you want to do, per, per game that you can say, we're going to use our invoke our – privilege here and this uh they're one shot to to not be penalized by the rule to, to take care of stuff like that yeah yeah well that won't be the last time that people get a standing ovation no i mean the, the way players change teams today i mean they're going whatever you know so and that's what this was it well was. here's the thing jeff if if, if you say okay if, if the players getting a standing ovation <laughs> you could wave the rule the guy says that's my mom up there, and she's standing, and she's ovating. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that, we, that may, count. we may see a, a change there. I don't know, but I did see an interview with the commissioner, and he he acted pretty much like they were going to go with this for an extended period of time. And he did not. Then the question was asked, could you see maybe some changes here? We may, you know, adjust, whatever. He gave no particular hope of that. Do you see these rules being more or less, or as about the same as the designated hitter? Because that that, that was the last time that Major League Baseball did something just way beyond what they normally had done, and that's been thirty years ago now, I guess. Yeah, the at least League has done that, and now National League has finally come to it as well. Uh, but it took a long, long time for folks to. Completely buy in, and I'm sure I, I'm guessing there's probably a few that still haven't bought completely oh, into it. Oh yes, there's a lot of people that that don't like it, and I, and I do like it. I, I was I was okay with it at the time, and I was glad they put it in the National League. Uh, it, it first of all, it gave a, a, a number of players a chance to extend their careers a little bit more uh, longer. Hank Aaron being one of those, really. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> I, I see the argument, and we've gone against the tradition of baseball. But, you know, and I'm, I know you know, it never would have happened. I, I don't believe it was going to happen if the if the championship batter, leading batter, had he hit 301. Yeah. Carl Yastrzemski. Yeah. And that and everybody's numbers were down. And, of course, they, they lowered the mound, and then they, they made some adjustments in there somewhere, you know. But, anyway, that I'm okay with the, with the DH. Are you all right with it? A lot of people are not. Well, I, I wanted it to be the same in both leagues. Yeah, okay. The American League had it for years and years and years, and the National League didn't. I thought that made no sense at all. Well, And, and, and if, if they were going to do one or the other, I would, I would do what they did, move it on to the National League and make it all across. I, yeah, I don't. I'm not sure I was for it. I'm sure I wasn't for it at the beginning, but I've grown to it for sure. Well, I I think it's it's all right. I I thought it 
when we got when we came around to the All Star game, you know whether we we're going to have it in the All Star game or not because we've got National League versus right, American League. What right. do we do then? And then what about the World Series? What, yeah. do, we, what do we do yeah, then? Yeah. Well, now of course we've got interleague play. Well, you go to Baltimore, or Baltimore comes to the Braves, and are you going to play with with the DH or well, not? They, they, what they did, they, they went by the home te- home team right, rules, right? Which put the American League at a real disadvantage because those pitchers had not seen a fly live fastball in two or three years, probably. Right. Not that the National League were taking the cover off the ball from the pitcher spot, but <laughs> I do catch myself, Jeff, right now seeing. Hits by left-handed batters that fall in, that go for a base hit that would have been an out. Yes, in other situations, and think if the rule had not changed, that would have been an out. And good for good for the, the batter to get a hit because he hit the ball hard, hit it to the right spot, and the rules allowed that to be a base hit. Yes, and uh, of course they've got to have their feet on the dirt, all four infielders, and but you can still bring in the right fielder or the left fielder sure. to play somewhere, anywhere that they might want to stand. Uh, uh, in in the infield, long as they're, I think they have to stay on the dirt, and he would cut off that base hit you're talking about. Uh, but no, they wouldn't cut off the base hit right there because we're we're talking about a line drive that went went over the second baseman head where he would be where, where the second baseman would have been 15 feet back behind that, been able to get and throw him out. But anyway, the one I'm thinking of. Okay, well I didn't know. <laughs> Thinking of a line drive base hit, I've just seen some pretty weak ground balls sneak through as well. Uh, but anyway, it, it doesn't really matter. They're going to they're play by the present-day rules, and I think we're going to have slightly higher batting averages. You know, my probably. outline for today's program was not to talk about this for seven minutes, which we've done. Oh. And I think it's been entertaining. To, for me, it has. Well, not to me. Uh, yeah. No, it's fine. <laughs> Uh, we can reevaluate and uh, let's let the, take let's take that break. I think the All Star game would be a good time to evaluate, don't you think? And say, well, now maybe uh, we. I, Jeff, I think I think the decision's been made. It's here. I, I, I think it's here. Okay, I think it's here. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back and talk MTSU stuff right after this. You don't have hot dogs or apple pie or no Chevrolet to drive. But we have some hickory smoke wings you're just dying to try. You'll try them, you'll like them, you'll give some to a friend. So on a dare, just stop on by and bring in a friend. Slick Pig Barbecue, 1920 East Main. If someone asked, what's your more? Would you be surprised? Well, at First Bank, Knowing your more is where we start. Whether it's seeing your kid's college graduation, seeing the world, or seeing the ocean from your patio, your more helps us see who you are. That's why First Bank offers you more time, more access to local lenders and leaders, more answers, and more products. So tell us, what's your more? First Bank. Bank local. Get more. Member FDIC. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850 and let me save you money and time. Your home, your auto, together they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining 
finding your home and auto. This is Monty Hale for SoCo Roofing and Restoration. They're local here in Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. They gladly offer free inspections. If they determine there is damage to your roof, they'll walk you through the entire process. Find them online at southernroofexperts.com or give Donnie Shattuck a call at 615-801-9837. That's 615-804-9837. SoCo Roofing and Restoration, your local trusted roofing experts. This is Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. Did you know that you can plan your funeral in advance without actually paying for your funeral in advance? In other words, if it's not a convenient time to pay for your funeral, you can still choose your funeral items and we'll file them away for later. Let's consider that together. You make the decisions for yourself, and when that financial window opens up, it becomes an easier decision. Call me at 615-893-2422, and let's plan together. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Tim Tackett and Jeff Jordan with you. We're all sports talk today. Jeff Ruff, fans, heating and air, and Lee Coleman, financial services with Edward Jones. Uh, before we get into MTSU basketball, baseball, tennis, all of the above, uh, Jeff, uh, I was reminded by the commercial there of the wing phenomena. When, how far back does that? It used to be called buffalo chicken wings, buffalo wings, right? Now right. it's just everybody's got them. They've been 25, 30 years. Been a long time. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, probably so. They uh, occasionally they they would bring wings, um, slick pig, uh, I believe, up to the press box. You know, at MTSU in a high school game, just donate them. Mm-hmm. And man, they were delicious, and they were gone. By I think half they're trying time. to find a way to we get chicken to grow four wings instead of two. Well, maybe so. <laughs> I, I think that's a good plan. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Let's talk middle baseball first. Uh, six games in a row just a couple weeks ago in the conference play, and then the wheels are kind of falling off right now. Middle of the road kind of team, they can be hot and they can be cold, Jeff. They, they, tournament time's not that far down the road. I guess they're good enough. I think they're good enough to win some, some games there. But they're also prone to maybe lose the first two games and be out of tournament quickly. You know, I'm going to give a – a heads up to other folks too. I, I think Chip Walters and and Dick Palmer do as good a job on baseball and softball as anybody in the country. They are really good uh, on the on their broadcast. I thoroughly enjoy, the, particularly the away games for the women. And I you, really enjoy and, them. And you know that uh, baseball in particular, Jeff, is is it's a three hour contest. Yeah, at least and. Sometimes the action's not all that uh, exciting, and to to keep it interesting enough to to keep yourself awake sometimes as a announcer yeah. is is sometimes hard to do. Does the guy with the sounds and I don't listen to the sounds at all, but do the guy he used to do them by himself? I think he still I think does. He still does. And I, I, you know, who Jeff you, him is his name. Who do you talk to? Nobody. He talks to himself. Well, okay. Yeah, you might need a psychologist to talk with him once in a while. Just I have him. heard him. He does a good job. Talks to himself, and I think he answers himself once in a while. Well, I hope he, hope he agrees with himself. <laughs> Caller on the line. Let's go. How's it going, Tim? Everything's all right. Are you? I'm pretty good. I just want to say, I guess, 
I guess you guys must have a lot to do, uh, like in this new uh, new format, two and a half hour <clears throat> baseball game. Somebody told me it was for TV now. That that's why they're doing this because it's television. <clears throat> about television, as far as uh, you know, the the pitch clock and everything. Uh, I, I wish they'd bust the pitch clock. I hate it. I can hate it. I'm never going to get used to it. Uh, you know, I, I don't care if a batter steps out, steps in. I, I let him do it all over again. I let him step out, and take time out. I, I'm worried about it. I don't know why this. 50, 50 years ago, it wasn't no problem. Now it is. Or 10 years ago, it wasn't a problem. Now it is. I don't know why. Why it's this being? We've got to hurry up and pitch the ball and hurry up and get it done. Well, Jeff, it's a, like a lot of things. This, you and I are going to agree on a lot of things. Going to disagree on some things and and and, and whatever. Well, I agree. So you know, time time will tell. I think I'm I think I'm right when I said uh, you give away hundred dollar bills, not everybody be happy about that. So well, that's true. Well, I, what I was going to say is, uh, like, like I told somebody before, well, what they need to do is put a put, when, when, a, when a team goes to bat, put a ten minute clock up there. When, when the clock runs out, your time's up. I wouldn't I wouldn't be for that. Yeah, well, well, don't well, you for this pitch clock? I'll be for that. I'd rather be for that and have the pitch clock. I'd just soon do that. It'd be a lot faster ball game. If somebody's rounding third and trying to score, the clock runs out. Well, it don't count. Well, <laughs> throw it out to the commissioner. He may, he, they may want to review that. I don't know. Well, I replays up. We ain't got no replay. We ain't got time. I've got things to do. I ain't got time to replay it. I ain't got time to. We'll go back to 85 World Series and replay that college game, six to first base. We'll replay that all over again, too. We want to do that. So, I mean, you know, it's just ridiculous, man. I mean, uh, the reason why they're doing this, Tim, is because young people ain't got a chance to of a flea. That's what it amounts to. They can't sit down and watch nothing. That's what it amounts to. That's all it is. But, but no, that, that's just my, my take on it. There Raiders you go. Had a rough weekend in, Raiders had a rough weekend in San Antonio. I hope they can get it, get it, get it back this weekend against Rice. So, so do I. Hang in there, guys. See Say that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I disagree yeah. with almost all of that, <laughs> but I don't disagree with the attention span. I agree. He's right about that. That, that is correct. Yes. I, I noticed it already in my six-year-old great-grandson. I noticed it already. He'll walk in, look at the TV. He won't know who's playing, maybe what the score is, and uh, and he might watch a pitch too, and then he's gone. I mean, he, you know, it's just not fast enough for him. It's, it's a difficult thing, Jeff, in, in many, all things in life, education being one of them, for example, churches being one of them, is when do you stick to your traditions? How do you hold fast to the, the things that are just tried and true, and no matter what's going on, we're going we're gonna to do it this way because it's the right thing to do, and it, 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 we, we're going to make it work, as opposed to saying, you know, dinosaurs died because they didn't ever change. And so we got to – we got to you know, go with the times. There's examples of both. Being too stubborn to change at all and, and having trouble and going too fast, doing too many things, and being being bad the other way. Well, it's hard to answer that question. I, I do sure know is. that almost every sport uh, up to this year, now we'll, we'll, we'll cut it off at January 1st of 23, okay? Almost every, every sport has shown – some remarkable changes in in a lot of the parts of their of their game even if how they're played like you know it, it used to be if you you didn't throw the football all that much oh you know, absolutely 30 40% of the time the running back were winning they winning the uh, Heisman trophies back 20 years ago right You're not going to win it now no and uh, it so now it's you know they're they're throwing it every other down or more frequently than that and and why are they doing that? Well, I think they're one reason they're doing that. Of course they can they can do it. They've got talent, receivers, etc. But one reason they do this is because that's what the public wants. Sure, more action. And uh, th- there's something that's uh, you know 
not very entertaining about three yards in the cloud of dust, you know, that, that you used to have. Uh, and basketball certainly changed. But now, and now baseball has shown some remarkable changes. I'm not saying I'm crazy about them, but I do think that generally they're an improvement. Well, NBA basketball has always had a 24-second clock. I know college ba- basketball surely hadn't had a 30, 35-second no, clock. that's correct. The three-point shot came in in the early 80s. Drastic changes there, and, and looking back, I'm for all those things, all the above. Uh, NFL football, Jeff, one of the reasons that they – I do agree that NFL clearly is doing theirs to, to make sure they fit the time space with te- television. I don't know if baseball is the same way. But they've got a clock. You know, you got 40 seconds from the time the ball – it carries down 40 seconds to get the ball snapped, or if there's an out-of-bounds play, you get 25 seconds, and that's to keep the game moving. Right. So, uh, adaptation, uh, you and I both veterans of education, we saw, came and saw many things that we didn't agree with at all, and, and they washed out after a while, but you, you got to do some things differently, and it's very difficult, especially when you're dealing with young children. What do you do differently to make things happen to get the best results for them? I, I, so far, I'm okay with these changes. I wouldn't say I'm crazy about them. I certainly don't like the two throws to first base. Yeah, that, that, rule, that rule does bother me, too. Yeah, I don't care too much for that. Uh, but so far, at least, it's, uh, I think the changes have been fairly positive so far. Well, spring training did it for me. Uh, I went to three games in Florida back in, in there. When nobody, nobody really cares who wins or loses those games. But as as a fan watching the game, I appreciated the fact that the game kept some movement to it. So, uh, but our callers correct, Jeff. There's a lot of folks that aren't going to like it. Will not not going to accept it, and, and and that's okay. That's that's part of life. Well, certainly the days of of going to a game, we'll say a sounds game. And uh, and getting up and going to the concession stand, and by the time you get the concession stand, he's going to throw another pitch. You know, <laughs> well, the, the, those days are over. I mean, he's already thrown two or three other pitches by the time you get there and get back, and more than that by the time you get back. So you know, you're going to have to. And the same thing is true at home. You want to go get a coke out of the refrigerator? Well, you better hurry. <laughs> well, batting averages are up. They are. Beer sales are down. And, <laughs> <laughs> because the length of the game, it's got into the revenue. Really, think about that, Jeff. Instead of – normally, I think they're compelled to stop at the end of the seventh inning. I think that's what it's supposed to be. Well, it's the eighth now. So, and they've changed it. They've extended that because of the time period. Because in revenue, money does some weird things to us, Jeff. Well, we were cutting them off at the seventh so we wouldn't have any drunk drivers. But the eighth inning now. Now the eighth – something's magical about the eighth inning. I don't understand it. So, well, I do understand it, too, but. That doesn't bother me. I'm not I guarantee you, Chip Walters is going to have the answer for us on okay. the Blue Raider Insider right. Report. Let's right. uh, let's wait with uh, anticipation right after this. If you're not waking up to the wake up crew, here's what you've been missing. You think we're way out there? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't miss the Wake Up Crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. 
Good afternoon. We still see this heavy traffic volume fighting its way down 440 east from uh, 65 up to Nolansville. Pike steady flow on traffic continues out through the Wilson County area on I-40 going eastbound just outside of Lebanon. It's been tricky at times trying to get north of town on 65 working your way up through uh, Madison but at least it's still moving up towards Vietnam Vets. Nash Painting services all of Middle Tennessee. If you want your house painted right, uh, whether it's commercial or residential, check with these guys at nashpainting.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Premier Six Theater on Broad in Jackson Heights. Let's all go to the movies. Let's Check out what's showing at MurfreesboroMovies.com. Popcorn popped fresh daily. Movies at the good old Premier Six on Broad in Jackson Heights. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. Every team knows which play can be the winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report from Chip Walters of Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Sponsored by Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors and Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. The report coming up after this. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. Hot 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Layup bench, cold. Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider Athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee win. Raiders win the championship. Your source for the big blue and the borough. News Radio WGNS. Are you paying hundreds of dollars too much for your home and auto insurance? Let the team at My Team Insurance help, a true independent insurance agency that represents you in protecting your home, your cars, your business, your life, and your health. Call My Team Insurance today, 895-4201. That's 895-4201. Proud to be sponsoring the Blue Raiders and proud to say, let's go Blue! All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and fan voting for three categories in the upcoming Raiders Choice Awards is open today. You can vote at GoBlueRaiders.com. The voting ends at midnight on Sunday. The categories for fans to vote on will be game or event of the year, performance of the year, and play of the year. You can watch the videos and select the nominees that you think are most deserving of the war of the awards. The 12th Annual Raiders Choice Awards, a year-end Academy Award-style show, is recognizing the athletic and academic achievements of Blue Raiders student-athletes for the 22-23 academic 
academic year. It's coming up in less than two weeks, April 27th at MTSU's Tucker Theater. But fan voting is now open for three categories. 28th-ranked Middle Tennessee men's tennis team tallied their fifth-ranked win of the season, defeating number 32 Louisville 4-1 on Sunday in Louisville. The Blue Raiders claim the doubles point on courts two and one. On court two, Pavel Model and Stein Slump picked up a 6-4 win. Number 48, Oscar Bolstrom Polson and Francisco Rocha secured the doubles point, winning 7-6 on court number one. And in singles, the Cardinals uh, took a point on court number three. On court five, Model gave MTSU a two to one lead, winning seven five six love. And Andre Horak tallied a six four six three win on court four to extend the Blue Raider lead to three to one. And Stein Slump, with uh, he's number seventy six in the country, got a win on court number two. With that, the Blue Raiders were named the number one seed in the Conference USA tournament. The Blue Raiders will face the winner of number four Rice and number five UAB. That match will be played on Saturday at 12 p.m. in Houston. So you can find out more information on that as the Conference USA Tournament gets underway in Houston, Texas, on the Rice campus coming up on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Blue Raider baseball was in over the weekend uh, was in Texas and seeking to salvage a game in the series against league-leading UTSA, trailing 5 nothing after seven innings. The Blue Raiders scored two in the eighth, two in the ninth, and had the go-ahead run at the plate with two outs, but the Blue Raiders unable to escape San Antonio with a win, falling 5-4 to four at Roadrunner Field. Middle dropped from third to fifth in the conference standings after the weekend. Blue Raiders are at home this weekend to take on the Rice Owls on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And uh, also the Blue Raiders are at home tomorrow night, 6 o'clock, to take on Lipscomb. And then they'll return the game to Lipscomb on Wednesday uh, coming up in the midweek this week. All right, softball. Middle Tennessee needed only one run on Sunday, but the Blue Raiders got on their very first batter of the game. Gretchen Meade did the rest in the circle, holding Western Kentucky to three hits on the afternoon to win one nothing at Blue Raiders softball field to take the Conference USA Series 2-1 to one over Western Kentucky. All right, men's basketball, two signees over the weekend. Blue Raiders dipped their toe into the transfer portal and added guard Tyrone Mosley, a senior who joins the Blue Raiders from Mississippi Valley. Over the last two years, he has shot 49% from three-point range and 80% from the free-throw line. He is a true scorer as he joins the Blue Raiders. Also, Chris Loof uh, came comes to middle out of link year prep in Branson, Missouri, a program with a strong record of developing basketball talent. Loof is 6'11", and uh, a, a, not a thin 6'11". He averaged 13 points and 7 rebounds while shooting 55% from the floor, 70% from the free throw line, and 32% from three-point range for link prep. So welcome those two new guys to the Blue Raider fold and more to come possibly this week. All right, that's it for this Monday. We'll have another update for you coming on Tuesday. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. 
you'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Halls Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Halls Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Halls Auto Care. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer, find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back into All Sports Talk. Jeff Jordan joins me on Mondays. Brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and Lee Calvin Financial Services with Edward Jones. Last time I was in Atlanta Stadium to finish up on that conversation, Jeff, was the day that. Uh, St. Louis came to town, and I saw a home run machine, Mark McGuire, in batting practice, launch and launch and launch and launch and launch. It was it was a spectacle to see. Now, I'm told that he was taking a little something to help him out, but he still could rock that baseball. I got to see him play once, and he hit numerous balls out in batting practice, uh, but in the game he never got one out of the infield. Struck out twice and popped up twice. Well, you know, they throw it a little different in the game than they do in batting they practice. Do. He signed every <laughs> autograph he could get a hold of, however, before the before the actual game started. Well, Chip went through the uh, the basketball signees that, uh, that I had written down, and uh, I commented to you off the air, and I'll comment now on the air. Uh, I'm anxious to see them play, but until I do see them play, I'm going to reserve my judgment as to whether they live up to the billing uh, that that's there. Of course – I don't think that anybody's signing players right now that's not going to get all the positive said about them that there are to say. Uh, but they've got some holes to fill. Hopefully that, that that will happen. We'll see. Well, I hope so, too. I, and you and I and everybody listening out there has read and heard all that stuff before about somebody that we've signed. I've never heard any AD or coach or say, well, we signed – Billy Bob from uh, junior college player from Kansas. So we got to sign somebody, and he's very questionable as whether he can play or not. <laughs> uh, if he recovers from his broken left hand, maybe we can get him in the game. And, and Nobody he'll go ever. to class. No, but yeah, and go to class. Nobody ever says that. They always tell you some good points about them, which is fine. That's well, okay. You know, it's it's easy to say. Well, we lost players to the portal and be negative about that. When you gain players from the portal, you don't know whether to be positive about it or not. Uh, right. So, time will tell. What I do know is that middle will come off winning seasons on both the girls and boys side for next year. And girls, I think we we have a pretty good idea that they are going to be very good again next year. The guys through graduation and, and a couple through the portal uh, do have some. Some new faces to put in the lineup, and we'll have to see how that works out. Right, right. And injuries, Jeff, play such a role in this. Uh, you know, middle, I can't call the young man's name, but middle lost probably, I'm told, the best shooting guard last year before the season ever started to a knee injury. He never played. Uh, if he was, and he was the one thing I thought that basketball team needed was somebody could shoot it quickly from the outside. Yeah, we could, we could have certainly used a, a, some, some better shooting, particularly from three. Um, 
I, you know, I don't, and you're about right about injuries. And I, I, if I can just extend that conversation sure. just Absolutely. a little bit, I mean, the Braves are, I think, twelve and four. I believe that's their record, um, or thirteen and four. I think they're twelve and four, which is seven fifty baseball, which will get you a pennant every year yeah. if you extend that for the whole year. And they're in San Diego. Be right here on WGNS Radio tonight, right after six o'clock. And uh, but they have lost. Uh, we've played. We've played sixteen games. They have lost their center fielder, their shortstop, and their best starting pitcher, and three or four bench riders. People that really, I, one particularly, I didn't, I didn't know. Um, the, concussion, you know, just something wrong all the time. And the Braves seemingly are kind of noted for that—that that they've lost players uh, due to injury. And I think it cost them the pennant last year when the second baseman was out so long. And then he finally came back, and he was ready to go. What does he do? Gets hurt again, and he's out for the rest of the year. So, anyway, I'm just I'm just saying. If There's we something those, to be said about the good teams are the ones that are able to overcome those kinds of things. Everybody loses players, Jeff, sure. every year. Sure. Uh, you, you're going to graduate some. You're going to lose portal some. Even before the portal was in place, you had some that transferred and chose to sit out a year. Or you have some set out of years sitting on your bench. Uh, when Ksenia Malashka, who just signed a NBA contract, WNBA contract, Middle Tennessee, the years she set out after transferring from uh, VCU, Virginia Commonwealth, mm-hmm. I think it is, Dick Palmer said she's the best player on the team. Mm-hmm. He watched him practice a lot. He said she's the best player on the team. And, and I don't know if she was the best player on last year's team or not, but she's probably the one that has the, mo- the best chance to play in pro pro basketball because her size and skill sets there a very good player but uh, so we've always had to overcome those kinds of obstacles and we'll continue to do so i think that this portal and the transfer rules and so forth uh are a coach's nightmare oh gosh it's oh. just and you you put up and i'm, I'm not gonna call her name but we've got a we had a girl out there now that uh, started and I, she just drove me crazy throwing the ball all over the floor and but Rick hung in there with her and 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 she got better and got better and and so forth and got some starts and et cetera et cetera et cetera and now she's transferred now when we really need her she's gone now and I, now I don't know about of course the girl you're talking about was a senior anyway. Yeah, she was leaving, and she signed uh, with WNBA. She got she didn't get a great spot in the WNBA, but you get drafted, you've done something, and she got drafted, and she'll be a project. She won't play much on the early going, but hey, she's gonna get a salary, and she can play. We need to comment just briefly about spring football practices. It just finished up for Middle Tennessee. Uh, they like everybody else in the country lost some players to the portal. Got some players coming in. Uh, reviews. As you would expect, they're very positive from Coach Stock. And, and uh, the skilled players that have, that have transferred in or are already here seem to be in pretty good shape, which is something that Middle Tennessee is going to need to replace. Frank Pisant, the starting tailback from last year, is back and got a couple of kids coming in that uh, they think can bring some different skill set to the offense, which I think is important. Frank uh Nicholas Villato, I get that right, uh, you know, didn't play a lot last year because Cunningham was in place, but Villato 
uh, had some good moments the week the year before. So we'll just have to see. Uh, I know they're very excited about the linebacking core that they've been able to sign in. So uh, we'll, of course, and, and the, Jeff, the conference is so different from next year. It's really hard to know what what, what we're up against. Are the teams better than what we've been playing? Not as good as they've been playing? Who, who knows? But it's going to be a different lineup for sure. I don't see how they could be much better. Do I you? wouldn't think so. Um, they, they might be, and I, and but I, I really don't. I really don't see that. And I'm I'm looking kind of looking forward to that. That'll be okay with me if it matters. Um, we uh, we got some different places to go, and the the conference is different. Um, I, I, you know, it, it, it's okay. Sorry. We talked last week about Huntsville, and, and I've heard talked talk to several people that have been there to the arena there, and said it's a fabulous place. I've never be. been in it, uh, so, so uh, I think it's a very positive move, certainly for us. It's easy for us; to, it was the closest one to the arena, so it's easy for us to say is the right move to make. But uh, given the fact that Jacksonville State, Western Kentucky, and, and not long beyond, uh, I think year after next, uh, Kennesaw State comes into the league from the Atlanta area. So you got four ball clubs that are within an easy drive of that, which is where it needs to be. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, somebody mentioned to me, and I I, I guess we did talk about it a little bit, but of course you don't know what the schedule is going to look like. And I'm assuming this will be true of me, the Jordan family. I, I'll drive down there to see either team play. All right. But naturally I'd rather see them both play. Sure. So it does depend on, what the schedule is, but it's not so far away that you couldn't go down and see two games and drive back. Sure, I mean it's only a hundred miles. Well, that's, I mean, we, we don't think anything about going to Chattanooga, and it, and Chattanooga's further oh, than Huntsville. Huntsville. Very easy drive, yeah. nice drive. Yeah, down so sixty-five. You know, I'm, 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 I'm glad, and it's two years, and there is room for an extension there. So you know, I, I'm hoping that maybe we can repeat that. We shall see what we shall see, Jeff. Let's take one more break. We'll come back and. Uh... I'll let you lead the parade when we come back, okay? What parade is that? <laughs> we'll be right back. Hey, if you're looking to wind down after a hard day's work or enjoy a night out with your friends, let me suggest Fat Willie's Sports Bar and Grill located on River Rock Boulevard. Fat Willie's features nine regulation pool tables, steel tip darts, and buzz time trivia and poker. The beer prices are excellent and they have a huge selection as well as five craft beers on tap daily. Fat Willie's also has your favorite bar foods. Live trivia is held every Tuesday night, and pool tournaments are held throughout the week. So, if you're looking for a cozy and affordable sports bar with all the amenities, be sure to check out Fat Willie's on River Rock Boulevard next to the Animal Center. Get it later from the paper or get it now from the radio. WGNSRadio.com. Weird News Radio WGNS 100.5, 101.9, 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Chip Walters here with Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates. I was named a top 10 agent in the number one Exit Realty office in America in 2021. The top question I get around town how's the market? Ah, good question. And the answer's changed a few times this year alone. I'd like to know what you've heard and share some solid data we have. Give me a call and let's have a cup of coffee and take a look at what's happening in your neighborhood. All my contact info is right on my website, juicechip.net. 
I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Good afternoon. We still see this heavy traffic volume fighting its way down 440 east from uh, 65 up to Nolansville. Pike, steady flow on traffic continues out through the Wilson County area on I-40 going eastbound just outside of Lebanon. It's been tricky at times trying to get north of town on 65, working your way up through uh, Madison, but at least it's still moving up towards Vietnam vets. Nash Painting services all of Middle Tennessee. If you want your house painted right, uh, whether it's commercial or residential. Check with these guys at NashPainting.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way Pizza. Your favorites can now be ordered online at SirPizzaTN.com. Carryout and delivery are available. Just go to SirPizzaTN.com and tap the location closest to you. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back into All Sports Talk. First Bank, our sponsor for this section. Jeff, we talked about uh, changing sometimes and holding on to the values. First Bank does it both ways. They, they can take care of old codgers like you and I that still want to do the paper stuff. And they also can take care of those young kids that do all their banking by phone. Uh, I wouldn't know how to do it at all. But they First Bank can do it. So they've, they've done the right thing. They stayed with traditions, but they've also moved on to some other things. Isn't that, isn't that the way it's supposed to be? It is the way it's supposed to be, and I think we, we will both agree, and I bet the public would agree too, that the way of doing banking has changed oh, considerably in, in the last uh, 20 years or 10 or 5 even. Well, go into a bank building, which I rarely do anymore. I, I do most of mine through the drive through which is more than uh, a lot of people do. But walk in the bank building and see how many people are actually there. Right. And all those office spaces that used to be teeming with people are empty. Those folks are at home, I guess, doing whatever <laughs> they do because there's, there's just not a lot of activity taking place inside a bank building like it used to be. Well, it's, it's, if, if you're old like I am, for sure, uh, you, you miss some of those days, you know. You used to be able to go to the bank and – well, I, there's no need going into that, I don't suppose. But it's not the it's not the happening place it well, used to be. You know, we, we talked about change early on, on in, the, in Major League Baseball and so forth, and, and say it's 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 tough, uh, you know, uh, to know what to hang on to and what to change. And, and sometimes you make a fool of yourself because you you stay too long. Or and that that conversation what's going on with the Titans, aren't they? Uh, talking about Derrick Henry. Yeah. Do you trade him now while he's still got some value? Or you hang on to him one year too long whenever that happens to be and you get nothing for him because history shows that running backs at some point in time are going to go from great one year to very mediocre the next year to not being very good the next year. It's just going to happen to Derrick Henry like it did everybody else at some point. Is it now? That's the question the Titans have got to answer. And and they may tr- trade him. I, I I heard I heard Bishop, the, the ex defensive back down there, who does a really good job on one hundred four point five, and he was giving some discussion, leading it about do you trade him or not, and and I don't know that he took an opinion on it, gave his opinion, but he made a pretty good case to trade him. He made both cases actually, and it made sense to me. And the the the, the old the old saying is. You trade him uh, a year too early, rather than a year, year too late. And you know he gets hurt again now. But you know what? The, it surprises a fool out of me, Jeff, 
that they're saying in a trade about the best deal they're going to get is a fourth round draft pick. Yeah, for someone as as good as Derrick Henry has been, I, I'm thinking, golly, Bill, is that fourth round draft pick is all that they're going to get for him? But part of it is losing that contract. Sure, part of it. Put the money somewhere else. Put the money someplace else. Yeah. Get a running back that can do a reasonably good job for one-tenth the money. Yes. And spend that money on a linebacker or an offensive lineman or maybe a quarterback. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. You were talking about a crowd in the bank and so forth. And I, I will tell you one place that is absolutely teeming with people. Teeming. Teeming. T-E-E-M. Barfield Crescent Park T-Ball. <laughs> I was out there. I was out there Saturday at some un, gosh almighty time. I don't remember. Nine fifteen. Early in the morning. Nine fifteen. They'd already had played some games before I got there. They played some games. There were people everywhere. And my 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 grand great grandson played naturally. Of course, that's why I was there. And and that's really not important for this conversation. But I just mean. There are players and parents and coaches and umpires, and it's just covered up with people. You know, Jeff, I say this about our children's choir at church. If they're good, it's, they're enjoyable. If they're not very good, it's even more enjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's what must be what T-ball is about. If they're good, that's, it's fun to watch it. If they're not very good, it's even more fun to watch. Yeah. <laughs> like every church, I guess, in America, I suppose, every once in a while we have a, we have a young person, about young, I mean eight, ten, you know, something or, like that, and they and they may read a biblical verse or, or lead a prayer or whatever. And it's it's wonderful. It's fine, no problem whatsoever. But as they approach the podium, you're always thinking, "Uh oh." Well, <laughs> I wonder what can happen. I'll assure you, we we have what's called children's time in our church, where mm. they come up to the front and have their own little time. They'll ask some questions and choose the response. I'll assure you, there's some parents out there holding their breath. Oh yeah, you better be careful. <laughs> Not sure what little junior's going to say. No, you and I taught school for years, and you just you better be careful of what you ask because you may get an answer. Um, I, I remember years ago, a kid on TV, and and I it was a local it was WSM, so it was it was local programming. Anyway, they asked this kid, you know, something I don't remember what they asked him, but was everything going all right? Whatever, where he was staying, whatever, and he said, well. Now, their father was overseas somewhere, and they said, well, okay, you know, whatever, and, and, and he said, but everything's okay. Uncle Bill is staying with us. <laughs> <laughs> I bet, I don't know where mother was, but she probably headed for the parking lot. I don't know. I don't have any idea, but you better be careful what you ask a young person. You're going to get an answer. My guess is, I, I was going to say, they ought to write a book. I'm guessing somebody has. Oh, yeah, somebody has. <laughs> Our well, Linkletter did that didn't want, he, a long way back. Kids say the darndest things was the name of that. It was very popular. He was very popular. Jeff, are you aware that the NFL draft's coming up? Uh, yes, I am aware <laughs> of that. I've heard, I've heard it, some rumors. <laughs> isn't it amazing how how much coverage that gets? It's just ad nauseum. The sports talk show is not us because we talk about it very little, but we're going to talk about it in the next three or four minutes. Uh, but it, it's amazing how big an industry it's become, the, the draft itself. I don't pay much attention to it and i bet you don't either because every year without question a lot of we'll call them lower draft picks but whatever wherever they are 
they do a whole lot better and are drafted a whole lot lower than they should have been mm-hmm. if you'd waited another year and drafted them on that. Um, and I don't know. And I, what are the? I think the Titans are eleven. That's correct. You know, something like that. Are they going to trade up? Are they going to get a quarterback to replace Tannehill when he leaves? If he does leave, maybe we ought to trade him too. I don't. I don't know. Just on and on and on. It never stops. So I, I don't really pay too much attention. Well, to most it. of the talk, of course, is about quarterbacks, which is the most important position in any athletic right. team anywhere. Right. Right. More pitcher than Tom Seaver pitching for the Mets, or happens to be. A, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and, and for the Lakers, great players in themselves, dominating players, but quarterback. And the question I've got, Jeff, is is it a surprise? Do, do, these people who scout and they have to make the decision, don't they have to – I think they have to factor in. I'm going to answer my own question. If a kid plays for Ohio State or Alabama and is a good quarterback, is he going to be look like a better quarterback because he's got so much better talent to catch the ball, to block for him, to, to run the football? As opposed to a kid who plays at Kentucky, which is not a real football school, uh, is it possible that a quarterback from Kentucky could be a better guy, but won't look as good in college because he's not playing behind Alabama's offensive line? Well, the answer to that question is, is yes. I'm, I'm pretty certain of that. And uh, and and maybe you use Kentucky deliberately. I guess maybe you did. Their quarterback. Will, will go pretty high in the draft. He is really good. Sure. But is he going to beat out the guy in Alabama? No. Well, that, that's, that's the question. Of course, that's the million-dollar question. Is uh, I've known of Vince Young's of the world that were drafted by the Titans, uh, super quarterback out of college, had one really good pro year and bombed out after that. I think they signed uh, uh, another one at the number two spot in the draft and uh, it was very mediocre over and over and over. And what what fascinates me the number of callers that call in and they know the answers, Jeff. Yes, they, they, they do. know exactly who who's going to do what and, and smarter than me and you. Well, it also you didn't mention this, but I, I, I will. We got a few seconds here. Uh, some of these college teams run a pro offense sure. in many cases, and if a quarterback has excelled there. And that pro offense, maybe that gives him a leg up in the draft. I have but no idea. But fewer and fewer players do, which means they're having to translate. Well, this guy that was really good in college in a in a shot, you know, run and shoot offense for college, be able to function in the NFL. I don't have to answer the question, but we'll see. Because they don't want them to run in the pros most of the time. No, and, and they do run in high, in college. Rather dangerous to run in the pro. The big guys on the other side, Jeff. We we run out of time. Braves, Padres today coming up here in just a few minutes on gns right here monty hill in tomorrow for all sports talk you've been listening to all sports talk on news radio wgns brought to you by state farm agents andy womack bud morris and deb ensel chip walters with exit realty bob lamb and associates first bank mike tanzel with my team insurance parks auction company greg hall with halls auto care steve ruckert with rai advisors Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, SoCo Roofing and Restoration, and Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living.